0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, I, I'm excited to get this started today. So today's gonna be a little different with our law. Today is talking about maximizing and troubleshooting, because moving forward, you're going to pop in at some point in the group and be like, the scale's not moving. What do I need to do? And I need you to know what you need to do. I mean, it's all about resources at this point. We've had lots of conversations with our guest experts. Um, We had the segment yesterday with Dr. Paul, four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. We have the maximizing post that has like 20 different questions with a bunch of sub questions that. you can ask yourself to make sure that you are doing all the things that you can possibly do to be proactive Um, I love our conversation um, with Brenda yesterday she's down 95 pounds in doing the program and she can't drink as much water as the average person would need because she takes diuretics. So I believe she can drink less than two liters of water. She started the program at 370 pounds, right? So anyone at 370 pounds would need to to drink quite a bit of water in order to keep their body hydrated. So she was really restricted in that. Couldn't drink the water, yet still has lost 95 pounds. That's really important because some of you are not going to be able to do all of the things. Maybe you have dietary restrictions. Maybe you have mobility issues where you can't, you can't again, Brenda in a chair, but so she's doing some chair exercises, right? So, so maybe there are, there are things that you can't do. Maybe your stress levels are just like crazy pants and you feel like you're just under an excessive amount of stress right now because maybe you're selling your house and getting a divorce and, you know, or moving across country or the, or something's going on with your job. Maybe the, your stress is just like my stress is what it is. Then what can you do to best manage your stress, not make your stress go away? Maybe you are a new mom and so you're awake at night with uh, your baby has colic and you just, you know, you're awake so there's not much you can do. But what you can do is maximize your sleep and get better quality sleep when you do get sleep, right? So that's what maximizing is all about. It's all about finding opportunities to help you get and keep that scale moving. Um, I do have my eyes on the comments as well, but this post is the post you're going to want to bookmark and you're going to want to pull it out whenever you're like, okay, what can I do here? And depending on where you're at, you're going to see different opportunities because depending on where you're at in the program, the process, you could be dealing with different things that you need to address, right? So, So I've pulled out the maximizing checklist. I have it right in front of me. The first question is, are you following the program to your best of your ability day in day out. You might want to do the things, but you can't do the things. So what do you do about that? The biggest thing is you take that into consideration. And this goes back to Dr. Beverly, that all or nothing approach, right? You don't have to do an all or nothing approach. You can recognize that you have a lot going on right now. This is like not your season of sunshine and rainbows, but it's still worth showing up and focusing on the things that you can do, right? Um, There's some videos you want to make sure that you've watched. Are you immersing yourself in the information? Have you watched the living method video to even know what we're doing here the overview of the program to understand the changes week to week have you watched the food plan have you watched it again since the very first time that you've watched it to really understand the rhyme and the reason behind that fruit snack and that net snack and why we're asking you to do the things that you need to do yes we're gonna be making changes in in the coming weeks to it but also it's gonna be a fallback whenever you go off the rail so it's really important to understand it you know the scale Are you truly trying to understand the truth behind the scale, that it goes up before it drops, that you're going to have plateaus, that your weight is going to fluctuate for a variety of reasons? You know, and also reading over the science posts, I'll add that along the way, that's just going to ground you in truth because you have a lot of beliefs based on diets you've done before. One, if you lose the weight, you're just going to get it all back. You're not going to be able to reach your goal. You know, sometimes it goes even deeper. Fruit is bad. It's too high in sugar. Nuts and seeds are too high and fat they're gonna make you fat like a lot of it is just not true right and the same holds true for the scale um, your weight's gonna fluctuate go up for so many reasons you really want to understand that so that you don't frustrate yourself and, and you're you're better able to stay in the game and do the things that you need to do right um, so just kind of like you know um, really hitting all the meals and snacks being consistent you know are you utilizing resources so are you are you complaining every day that it's hard to read the screen but you haven't picked up the book get the book right get the book you can you can make notes it has links to videos it's so, look at all the space you can make notes in the book um, it's easy to read I love getting out um, a highlighter and making notes It's how I learn I like will write things out and so you know are you using the app are you just saying to yourself oh I'm not a techie person and you know therefore I'm not gonna use the app I am not a techie person either I'm I'm not and so I've designed the app to be super techie technology wise for techie people but very very easy to use so if you just kind of been like oh my gosh I couldn't even get logged into it so forget it fuck it we have a whole team we have a whole team of, of, of um, tech experts if you if you send them an email tech support at they'll help you get set up on the app they'll, they'll make sure that you're good to go we have lots of tutorials on how to use the app we want it to be super friendly for everyone. Everybody, right so are you using the resources are you journaling are you setting your intentions each day are you doing your end-of-day reflections or are you just like yeah I'm doing it you know what I mean really setting yourself up for success maximizing your efforts that's what that's all about you know um, are you reviewing the information repeatedly right like you're gonna go back and you reading it, or you just read it over quickly once and that's it are you a returning member and you're not reading and you're not watching the video because you think you already know which you probably do but each time you're gonna pick up on something new Um, those are just a few of the points right are you weighing yourself every day and recording your weight and then also tracking how your body's responding to your choices like are you trying to find that pattern right that's what the whole point of weighing yourself every day and tracking that along with how you're feeling and the choices that you're making and really trying to understand how the choices that you're making are not just affecting the scale but also how you feel right um, has your body had time to make change and focus on fat loss? So we have a lot of people who will come in and off the heels of getting chemotherapy, off the heels of having surgery, taking antibiotic. Um, It can even really be, you know, the the same as with diets. Are you coming off a super restrictive diet, right? Sometimes it can just take your body time to start making the changes that you, you want to see because your body's taking those resources and making change, addressing health issues. Are you coming in with, the whack of health issues right that need to be factored into this program and this process that's a big one too right um, coming off restrictive diets being hit or miss or following the food plan so this also from when you started right have you been hit and miss you know not really consistent did you get a cold or flu or COVID first three weeks of the program and you're just coming back but you feel like oh it started so long ago and you feel like you should have lost your weight by now but at the same time you've been dealing with all these other things you know Um, are you, are you eating enough food, right? Like, are you having those bonus snacks if you feel like you need them or you, or are you just like going without and you know, you're still really, really hungry each day. Are you still counting, weighing and measuring, right? Are you still forcing yourself to eat salads every day and still adding some, instead of adding some rice or quinoa potatoes, because you think like less carbs is better and it's not really, it's right carbs at the right time, right? Are you, are you still snacking at night? You know, I know it's difficult and it's so hard. We keep feeding into these things. Are you still having a little bit of this here and there? And yeah, in hindsight, like in in, in totality, it's probably not a big deal. But what you're not getting is that deep REM sleep that's going to make all the difference, right, when it comes to your body making change. Have you had a cold or flu or sickness? That's another one, sickness, right? So sickness sucks. Are you sick right now? A lot of times people will be like, oh my God, Gina, I'm so sick, but you'll be so proud of me. I'm following the program. I'm doing everything, I'm keeping up. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not the way to go. If you are sick, you need to take time to help your body heal. When you're sick, is not the time to focus on weight loss. However, you can absolutely use it to your advantage by following that sickness protocol, right? So if you're sick and you're getting on the scale every day, it's actually normal for your weight to be up while you're sick as opposed to down because your body's retaining water in order to get that flu or that sickness out of your system, right? So, um,. Yeah, so you follow are you following the sickness protocol? Are you forcing the plan rather than giving your body the time that you need? Are you getting enough sleep to allow your body time to recover? Right? Are you making sure you're getting the water in, right? Are you if you are sick, are you taking into consideration the scale might be up because you are sick? Are you working hand in hand with your healthcare provider? You know? These things they may seem obvious. They they may might seem obvious, but you know, it's amazing what we don't do to prioritize work and other things, you know, when, when what we need is to spend some time and, you know, rest or take care of ourselves and whatnot. Are you managing your stress levels? This is the biggest one. Everyone always is like, yeah, I'm managing my stress. And I'm like, yeah, did you take time to deep breathe today? <laughs> it's such a simple thing. the, the answer is always no. Um, taking time to do deep breathing whether it's like deep breathing exercises, the, the box breathing or the you know breathing in um, you know for eight seconds, out for seven seconds, whatever type of breathing exercise you choose to do um, the the double inhale, that's a really good one the and then out. <sighs> The double inhale is really great for your nervous system and calming your body down when you're under stress. Are you um, stretching, trying to relieve the stress, adding in some movement? Are you uh, having Epsom salt baths, adding in some meditation, taking time to journal, right? Or are you just up all night, just stressing your ass off, right? What are the things that... Managing your stress could be the, the single most important thing thing. Nope, stress is huge for me lately. There you go. Can be the single most important thing that you can do. For some people, it's not going to be the food. It's not going to be the water. It's going to be managing your stress. um, I've been dealing with some stress since last year. And as soon as I feel like I have a handle on it, more stress hits. And, you know, I can just imagine if I wasn't actively trying to manage my stress, right? Like I can now to the point, like I can really feel it in my body. It was interesting. Uh, a couple of springs ago, I got really sick and I was in the hospital for a while, a couple of weeks, and I got so sick, I lost like 30 pounds. And more than that, my body was just like, I couldn't do anything and I realized one day I tried to drive my son to school this like I think we really underestimate stress I tried to drive my son to school he lives his school was five minutes down the road getting in the car trying to think about turning it on What's behind me? My get make sure you've got my kid. I could immediately feel the stress. Driving down the road, there was construction at at the at the light, and there was like I, I was just like, hey, where do I turn? What do I do? It was stress. Like drive driving down the school, try to not try to hit the kids, and then they're crossing the roads. You know, teenagers—they don't give a fuck. And it was so stressful. I realized like. The the things we do every day that we don't realize are bringing us quite a bit of stress. And so stress doesn't have to be like, oh my God, I'm so stressed. So if you really made me realize how stressful are just our simple day-to-day tasks are, and then you add all these other things on top of that. Even if you don't think you're stressed, you are probably really stressed, you know? Um, so focusing on your stress, it, and then this gets into cortisol, Right And hormones and you know high cortisol levels signal weight gain because your body's in a state of stress. And the last thing it's going to do is dump its emergency energy reserve when you're stressed. That's why you're rubbing really high. It also gets into cravings. When you're super stressed, you start craving salty foods, right? Salty foods, your body associates with high fat foods. So are you bumping up those omega-3s and making sure your foods are nutrient rich when you're extra stressed, you know? Um, Are you doing the capture cancel correct? You know, is the scale bringing you a lot of stress? Are you using utilizing some of the techniques that our guests are suggesting, like actually utilizing them, you know, Um, are you getting enough quality and deep sleep? I'm not going to spend too much time on this because I think Elena um, McGinn, she's amazing. Have you watched that sleep segment? Or you just think I don't I know everything I need to to know when it comes to sleep. Kind of not like, did you know that, you know, there's kind of no point in really going to bed early. If you're not tired, that's not the best thing for you to do. I didn't know that. Um, I I would lie there awake in bed sometimes until she said, no, get out of bed, go walk around. Don't, if you, if you're not falling asleep in 20 minutes, get your ass out. There's so many things that I thought I knew about stress, about sleep that I, that I, That I just didn't. Um, I used to have my office in my bedroom because I thought it was convenient for me. And I, I interviewed sleep experts in my bedroom that would tell me not to have my office in my bedroom. And I didn't listen. And finally, when I did listen and I moved it out... I recognized the energy of my room. When I walked into my room, it felt different. And it wasn't until I took my office and all my stuff, my work stuff out of my room that I, and was able to walk into my room and not have it not be there. Did I realize how much stress it was bringing me? Cause I saw my work stuff and I immediately thought about work and I got to do this and I got to do that and got to do this and got to do that. So here's the I thought I knew what I knew and I was fine. Turns out <laughs> I was pretty stressed about my, about my room. So so much stuff that you can do to you know your sleep hygiene, turning off the TV, getting those blue block glasses, keeping the lights low, keeping a journal beside your bed. My my new thing is my skincare routine so I kind of really indulge in my skincare routine. I'll even put like a mask on or I'll like sit down and I'll put all my like creamies on and stuff and I can, that, that's kind of then I'll get into bed. Changing your clothes right so if you get home and you have like you put your sweatpants on and, and you know at, at 6 or 7 and then that's what your sleep so she suggests, you know, put the, put your comfies on and then switch into a pair of like sleepy time clothes, you know, little things that, you know, can make a big difference. Um, are you drinking enough water? So... This is the big one. Um, obviously, you need to drink enough water, but if you're restricted, water isn't the be all and all. And nor do you need to drink more water than you need. Some of you are drinking way more water, and your go to is the scale's not moving. I'm just I'm drinking more water, and the scale's not moving. Again, it could be stress or sleep that you need to focus on. Um, getting, making sure you set set yourself up for success with your water. Like get yourself a good water bottle that's easy to drink out of, right? So you can bring it around with you, constantly be prepared, that kind of thing. Um, it's not a about drinking more and more and more and more water isn't going to help Um, you want to make sure that you are starting early you are spreading it out throughout the day that you are sipping on it not guzzling it and then also if you find that you keep drinking more water and you keep going to the bathroom and you might want to add in some uh, trace minerals in there or make sure that you're getting enough salt in your diet to be mindful that because salt is going to help you stay hydrated and you need salt in your body (laughs) it's an electrolyte it helps your muscles fire so you need it right so so and adjusting your water accordingly are you just like you've said I'm gonna get four liters in and that's all you do even though your lips are still dry at the end of the day right and you maybe you've exercised and you've gone for a walk, like you know like your your you how much you drink each day should be geared to your body's needs that day so if you're not being that's super active, you might not need as much as you do on the days that you are working out more, right? Are you drinking the same amount that you dr- drank last group but now you're down 40 pounds? If you're down 40 pounds, chances are you don't need the same amount of water that you were drinking last time, unless maybe you've added in exercise or it's a different season. So, you know, some people think that you need more water in the heat in the summer, which you do, but also right now in the cooler months, we have our internal heat jacked up. So it can be, we can be in very dehydrating environments because I got my fireplaces on. So it's very dry. Right. So, so really adjusting your water to how much you need each day rather than hitting a certain amount for that has no real rhyme or reason to it, you know, um, are you making your meals nutrient rich as possible? Right. I mean, are you really making an effort? I mean, just ask yourself: Are you are you are you really making an effort? Are you just having an egg in the morning, or are you adding some avocado to that, and some cheese to that, and maybe a rivita cracker or sprouted love cracker or something to that? Right? Like, are you walking away feeling unsatisfied from your foods, not just because it, you're it was a downsizing week, but because you're not give, giving your foods as enough oomph? Like forcing yourself to have that salad with like lettuce and a hunk of chicken on it. Right? If you're gonna have a salad loaded up with tons of veggies, nuts, seeds, avocados, protein and whatnot, good oils, good dressings. It's not about the amount of food that you're eating. It's about making sure you're getting the right nutrients in the, in the amount of food that you're eating, right? So smaller portions, more bang for your buck. Um, are you having you know really focusing on protein for breakfast right are you switching up proteins it's a great idea to be getting a mix of meat and plant protein and a good variety in there making sure you are adding in those healthy fats being mindful of your sugar are you still drinking your coffee every morning with two sugars in it right but finding it sweet drop that sugar down try dropping down to one pack half a pack you know it's gonna make a big difference right Um, are you avoiding artificial flavors colors and sweeteners I know this is I wanted to get into this conversation with dr. Paul yesterday I was just really mindful of the time artificial sweeteners are just not it Um, honestly take them out take them out take them out and just go sugar-free at the end of the day or use a little bit of real sugar Um, really they're not doing yourself any a favor by switching out real sugar for, um, for artificial sweetener at the end of the day are you moving your body enough? Again, so we talked to Brenda yesterday, down 95 pounds if she's watching. Hi Brenda, it's so fun talking to you. Um, she's doing chair exercises. She's not mobile, can't get up. So she's doing exercises in her chair. Are you moving your body? It doesn't have to be exercise movement the the body is meant to move right walking to walking to the store are you walking to the store it's five minutes away or are you getting in your car and you're driving you know are you taking the stairs are you parking further away at the mall are you looking for the are you all those people trying to look for those close-up spots I mean, I just park at the further spot I'm like I'm just gonna go park at the furthest spot and then I'm gonna walk Like I don't get time for it also like I drive like my little trucks a little bigger so I'm just like trying to get into a spot I'm like oh fuck this shit park further away Um, are you doing those I know it sounds so like oh you know but are you making an effort to to move your body you know are you taking your kids to the park and then just sitting there with your coffee watching them are you like trying to get up and do some movement with them you know are you making that effort really to move your body you know at this point in the program it's really cool because you are your body's going to allow you access to more energy because you're giving it what it needs. Your body always has enough energy in it. Just you're tired because it's either keeping you on reserve more, mode or maybe you're flight, fighting a flu or cold or something like that. You got tons of energy in you always. Your body just doesn't allow you access to it. So with this you should be noticing at this point in the program 5 weeks in you're starting to feel a little bit more energetic. And that's your body giving you that energy. And that's where you might feel like all of a sudden putting you're running shoes on, and going for a run. We hear that a lot. Oh my God, I ran today. Who am I? You know? Um, and then acting on that thought. Oh, I feel like going for a walk today. I feel like going out and going for a run. I feel like being active, you know, put, put the running shoes on, go out the door, right? Like listen to your body, right? Listen to your body's leads. Um, and if you are exercising, are you giving your body time to rest that's really important are you giving your body time to rest are you using a positive attitude when you exercise are you just like oh fuck this shit i hate it right? Like you get to exercise, you have energy, you get to move your body. What kind of like attitude are you showing up with yourself when it comes to exercise, right? Because the more you're proud that you're moving your body, the more likely you are to continue to move your body. Are you helping your body in detox? This is a really big one. Yeah, I want to do all the things. My weight is stuck. Yes, right? Hi Janice. I'm just reading this comment. I'm doing all the things. My weight is stuck. My non-scale victories though is my food makes me feel better, more energy, happier. I'm stuck due to menopause, but this feels good. Okay. You're not stuck due to menopause. This is really, really, really important you're not this I love that I took time and read this thank you for posting this you're not stuck because of menopause it's because in menopause you need to make sure that you're getting enough sleep in menopause you need to make sure you're moving your body and doing some resistance training to build up your muscle mass which is going to help your body utilize your insulin reserves better like do you know what I mean um you are you're not stuck because of menopause because of menopause you're maybe your stress you're more likely to be susceptible to your stress levels right so this is where you got to manage your Stress levels right you know that it's this sort of how it all factors in, so you 're not stuck because of menopause you, no matter the health issue, whether it be menopause or even the four the four reasons because menopause will fall under hormones right inflammation uh food sensitivities gut issues like your microbiome being off or whatever for so many reasons and hormones, those aren't, those aren't a reason you're not stuck because of those that's the thing that might be why your weight is a bit slower to move but you're not stuck because of those and that's what this session today is all about is that there's literally so many things you can do to get that scale moving because if you feel like you're stuck based on the scale because it's not just one thing, right? Like we've had people at all different ages through all, you know, premenopausal, postmenopausal, menopause, you name it, be successful in losing weight, right? So that's what this conversation today is about. You're not stuck because of that. There are tons of things that you can do to help address that, right? So so that's what this conversation is about. And, and this is exhausting. There's so many things, right? Oh my God, Gina's just going on and on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, because there are literally so many things that you can do to be proactive, right? And we may be really resistant to doing them. Maybe we just want to feel stuck because we feel stuck in our lives, Right. Maybe we just feel like, oh, my God, I just am not, you know, you feel stuck in your life, not just in your weight. But that's just where you're at in your life right now. Do you know what I mean? Um, We just for so many reasons, we want to honor where we're at and how we're feeling. But, you know, we have to move past that. And there's so many things you can do, not just physically, all these physical things, but mentally. Right. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom Right. Um, okay, so helping the body in detox. So have you visited the Let's Talk Detox post? The, have you read over the supporting the body and detox? When the scale starts moving for you, do you actively support the body and detox? Do you even know what the fuck I'm saying right now? Do you even know what I mean by that? Can you name some things that you can do right now to support the body and detox? Name some things that you can do when that scale starts to move to keep the scale moving. If you can't, you wanna know what those are, right? Because you work so hard to get that scale to move. So what can you do to keep that scale there, right? Are you adding in this, have you added in, are you stuck and haven't added in any supplements? Right? Because people are like, well, I don't, I don't need them. Okay. And further to our discussion with Dr. Paul yesterday, right? Like the the supplements, like they help, supplements help address hormones, supplements help address stress, supplements supplements help address deficiencies when you have deficiencies can affect your hormones or you can have deficiencies due to your hormones. Like this is how it all works together. And so when we first went over that first basic supplement list, the uh, the vitamin D, for example, right? Maybe, you know, it was, you were rolling out of summer and you're like, I don't need vitamin D and now the days are shorter. You're not getting outside as much and you do need vitamin D yet you haven't dropped, added it in or you think you don't need it, but really you have like a deficiency. You don't absorb it like me. So you, uh, you really need it, but you haven't bothered to get yourself tested or anything, right? But you're having a hard time losing weight. Um, you know, adding in the magnesium, you, you think, well, I sleep fine and I poop fine, but that's not why we suggest the magnesium. We suggest the magnesium because people tend to be deficient in it. When you're deficient in them, it prevents your body from converting your foods into energy and all sorts of things in your body right Mm -hmm. the omega-3 have you have you added in omega-3 not only is it great for brain health and cellular function but without enough good fat coming in your body's gonna be reluctant to let go of the fat it helps with stress it helps with so many things right so so have you added in the supplements and you know that's the thing well I don't think I need them and then the scales not moving and then you I'm having a hard time losing weight and you think it's because this because that because this because that and the supplements are there to supplement to help give your body what it needs again this is not a supplement program Um, I do not make money off you adding in supplements. These are things that we're suggesting because they can be really beneficial, you know? um consistent with meals and snacks eating those token amounts if you're not hungry or you're still playing into that trying to eat less diet mentality you know are you mindful of your portions keeping them on the smaller side when the scale is moving right really being mindful of that to facilitate your body focusing on fat loss rather than on digestion you know keeping the heavier grains on the lighter side you know this is not a low carb program by any means but you know having a big steak and potatoes while that scale is moving is probably not the best choice you know what I mean? Getting a nice big salad with roughage in it, plus the proteins, plus the vegetables, still making it nutrient-rich is probably the better way to go, right? Are you getting an extra water? Are you moving your body, right? Are you, um, you know... So there's things that you can do when that scale starts to move because so many times we work so hard on the front end to get that scale to move and then when it starts moving we, we stop drinking the water, we drop the ball on the things or we scale, we pull back, right? And we start eating less and going back into that old diet mentality. So I've got my body focused on fat loss by giving it what it needs and being focused on its needs and then as soon as that scale starts to drop, I, st- I don't eat all day because I think that's going to get me ahead when that scale starts to move, you know? Taking medications, right? Or having health issues that you need to factor in. You have to factor these in. Like, did you just start taking the pill a month ago, right? It can take your, it can, that can really wonk your body out and can take your body time to adjust to that. Um, any medications that, you know, cause weight gain, side of weight gain, cause it can be because they cause dehydration. So you want to make sure you're getting that water in. Um, you know, um, you know being mindful of health issues that you have, like the four main reasons why your weight might be slower to move if you're dealing with inflammation with food sensitivities um, digestive issues right like um and and hormones that's a big that's a big one right um really helping yourself so if you think that you have hormonal issues. Are you going to see, are you seeing anybody about it? Or are you just going by off what your friends are saying or what you're watching on Oprah or what our guests are saying here, right? Like are you actively, there's a lot you can do on the most basic level here to manage, right? And, and help your body kind of move through that. But seeing an, like go see an endocrinologist, see an expert with that, right? What can you do? Um... You know, if you think there are, you do have underlying health issues that are factoring in, are you seeing your health? Like, And the reason why I say seeing your health care providers, sometimes we're really resistant to see our health care providers, especially those of you who've had weight issues and feel like you've been blown off, feel like your health care provider's blown you off because they're, they're, their answer to everything is just go lose weight. You just need to lose weight. You need to eat better. You need to exercise. Well, now you are. Now you are doing those things. So go have those conversations. You know, there's so many things. Are you getting, are you, are you stressed out? Can you get massage? Maybe you have that covered by work. I know it's not cheap. Um, I, I know I see a chiropractor. I know some people don't believe in them. I get migraines and if I, and it's so much stress in my neck and my shoulders and my alignment, plus I get vertigo real bad. Um, so I have to really stay on top doing a lot of things to make sure that I can walk a straight line and don't get vertigo. So I go see my chiropractor. Have you lost 60 pounds and, gone and seen a physiotherapist or a chiropractor to help the realignment of your body that can be a big one you know Um, everything is really connected are you seeing a psychologist are you are are a therapist are you do you know that your mental health is really suffering but you really you're not doing anything about it maybe because you put your self last on the list, or you think you're okay, and you got this, like seeing a therapist can be so helpful. You know, we we we, we regularly encounter people doing the program who just are feeling depressed, or they're having a really hard time. And especially when they're trying to t- tie weight loss into it. It's very difficult, especially because if you have a history of losing weight, that just it's just your history can be very depressing on top of actually being depressed, dealing with anxiety and other issues. And this doing focusing on this in some ways, can sort of really escalate those feelings. And so seeing a therapist can be the best complement to this program and this process you know um, just really being aware of what you need getting your blood work done Have you got your blood work done in a while you know where you are are you being patient with your health issues sometimes it sucks to have health issues but you know focusing on those health issues could be exactly your ticket to losing your weight finally and forever and it, it can suck it can feel like it can take forever but there's a lot that you can do to address those are you missing any organs? This is a big one. I know it's weird. I I know that's weird. Um, are you, you know, are you missing your gallbladder? You know, are you offsetting things? Like so so many people in weight loss are missing their gallbladder, but they're not adding in bile salts or digestive bitters or doing anything to offset the fact that they're missing their gallbladder. And so, and I'm always surprised that the lots of times doctors, and again, I'm not knocking doctors, they fix us. You go to your surgeon, you get your gallbladder out and then, you know you walk away they follow up on you how you're doing and then without like all these and then this is where i love naturopathic doctors where they can come in okay so you have this organ removed now you can add this in that in that can help you with this right so um do you have you know are you are you dealing with any kind of any kind of deficiencies and the body's really amazing in that it learns to continue to function but this is where you want to help it with that right um Are you, let me go to the next one. Do you have any hormone issues that you need to be addressed? I mean, see how this kind of really all works together. And this whole thing is just like different ways of looking at different things to really help your body focus on what you want to focus on at the end of the day, which is losing weight, right? Um, hormone issues, right? Are you, and, and not just seeing an endocrinologist, but doing all the things, moving your body, managing your stress, getting better quality sleep, having nutrient rich meals, eating breakfast, making it, you know, protein rich, right? Are you, have you taken out alcohol? you know, hormonal issues and alcohol, they don't really go hand in hand. And as much as I love my wine, maybe trying to minimize that, you know, might be helpful, right? Um, Have you had your blood work done, right? Checking with your healthcare provider, taking any supplements and taking them consistently, again, back to this, right? Um, Adding adding in those supplements. We're going to introduce a secondary set of supplements that can be beneficial for some of you. Has your body been focusing on repairing and rebuilding and making change? And are you noticing and tracking non-scale victories? I'm no, we just want to see that scale move at the end of the day but focusing on all the non-scale victories can be a massive game changer. Honestly, so if you're, if you are doing all of these things that we've talked about and your body, you don't notice any non-scale victories, that's where you're definitely going to want to look into those four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. You should, or you or you need to start noticing and you just, someone the other day popped into the group and they're like, I don't care about non-scale victories. I don't care about them. I just want the scale to move. Oh my gosh, I get that. I get you want the scale to move, but non-scale victories are an indication that things are working for you. You can learn a lot from your non-scale victories in terms of where your body at and what it needs, you know. So focusing on those non-scale victories, um, tracking them, taking photos each week, you know, are you noticing your clothes are fitting better, you have better energy, that type of thing. Um, Are you getting a good variety of protein in your diet? Again, back to this, right? Making your food choices nutrient rich. Are you just focused on meat protein, right? Getting in um, veg protein is so beneficial for so many reasons, right? Um, Overloading on the meat protein for a lot of people is not great. Um, Their bodies don't function well with a lot of meat protein, right? Some people do. Some people, they love their meat and their bodies work really well. Some people, not so much. So getting that good variety, that mix, right? Have you reviewed the Let's Talk Proteins, Carbs and Fats? Are you switching it up or are you just eating the same shit, same chicken every day, right? Like, go look at that. Pro, pro, there's, and again, in here, there's so many subtopics, right? Like, have you reviewed the grocery plan for a breakdown of, of all the different varieties of protein? How, have you reviewed the Let's Talk Protein, Carbs, and Fats post? Have you reviewed the Vegan Meal Idea Share page? Are you maximizing your food choices? Again, I'm just kind of summarizing all of these. There's so many just to give you an idea. Do you have any digestive issues, right? Have you added in digestive bitters, probiotics? prebiotics, right? There's so many people with Crohn's, colitis, diverticulitis, like re- IBS, right? Are you up to on current science? A lot of times we're going back, well, I can't eat nuts, and I can't have lettuce, and I can't have this. A lot of that science has changed. And there's a lot you can do now that they are suggesting could be a benefit for you that they told you to avi- avoid before. So really understanding the health issues that you do have, keeping up on the latest science, what I love about the internet, not that we're going for Dr. Google, but there's a lot of information out there right so to write that information down have conversations with your doctor about it you know um uh, bowel movements are you still not pooping but you're not taking anything or doing anything about it you know like looking into your bowel movements and what's happening there just being able to see an improvement can be a great insight into your digestive system and where it's at you know um adding in fiber have anyone has has anyone added in fiber we don't talk enough about fiber i'm going to do a whole post on fiber because fiber is so beneficial hopefully by making your food choices nutrient rich you're getting a lot of fiber in there but it's hard to get the fiber that you need um, from the foods that you're eating so adding in a psyllium fiber can just be great for beneficial like but that's what's in metamucil can be great and super beneficial uh for your health journaling and tracking potential food sensitivities right we talked about this with dr paul are you sensitive have you listened to that conversation make sure you do by the way um using a journal to track how the foods that you are consuming are making you feel uh food sensitivities um can definitely um play havoc on your body if there are certain foods that you are sensitive to different from out food allergies that cause that immediate reaction food sensitivities your bodies are usually slower to react but can definitely build up in your system Um, like do you think that you don't feel well whenever you have breads and pastas and you you think that maybe you have a gluten sensitivity, but you just are ignoring it because you love bread and pasta and you don't want to give it up. Um, Do you have diarrhea every time you eat cheese and your tummy hurts and you're doubled over in pain, but you love cheese. So you just insist on eating it. So beyond just feeling that discomfort, there's a lot more going on and it's affecting you on a larger scale, you know, so try taking it out for a bit. Issues with bowel movements, you know, all all sorts of stuff uh, here in here. Um, you know, adding in those leafy greens, adding in the fiber, adding in supplements, I and mean, you definitely want to focus on your bowel movements. No such thing as TMI around here. Um, your, your, your bowel movements are a byproduct of the food choices that you're making and how your body is able to process, break them down, get the nutrients from its from its neat that it needs. So you want to make sure your pooping it's important pooping is going to help you lose weight it's also going to help you maintain your weight in the end and you want to make sure you you get your bowel movements on track so there's so much you can do now into the bigger questions are you sabotaging yourself this is a big one to ask yourself are you are you sabotaging yourself have you set a realistic goal um, are you indulging in your frustration festering in your funk are you just pissy pants every fucking day like and not bothered to figure out why or want to, you know, show up with a different attitude, like, think about your attitude and how you're showing up. And then think about if you were your friend's cheerleader, if your friend was doing something, or your your spouse, or your child was doing something, and you showed up and tried to motivate them the way that you're trying to motivate yourself right now. Imagine if they were working towards a goal, and you showed up and you were just like, you were stood beside them and you were just pissy and funky every day <laughs> you know what I mean oh you should just quit that's not working for you you know this sucks you know like do you know what I mean like really um you know how you're showing up for yourself you could, um are you ident- have you identified triggers what's triggering you what you're afraid of journaling have you made a list of non-negotiables things that you are going to do come hell or high water because they're important to you right especially if you prioritize everybody else are you taking responsibility are you avoiding accountability are you comparing your journey to someone else you know like this this happens so often well so-and-so is already down 40 pounds okay well yeah but maybe they they have 150 pounds to lose and you only have 20 pounds to lose you know comparing yourself to where other people are at you know are you committed to making a life change or, or are you looking for a quick fix still like really and you can want to have lost this weight yesterday, but you have to invest in yourself today. You know, like that's the difference there. That's the difference in terms of like I wanting a quick fix or here for the long haul, you know. Um, are you trying to rush your results? Are you still counting, weighing and measuring and trying to like cut portions, you know, stuff like that. And, and, and I, and and no, no judgment because we tend to do this because this is what we know from other diets. If we berate ourselves and we're hard on ourselves and we starve ourselves and deprive ourselves, right? That's how we'll lose that weight. What's not, I mean, it's how you, you can lose your weight that way. It's not how you lose your weight in a healthy, sustainable way. Do you generally believe, so everyone listening today, if you're still with me, Do you generally believe that you have what it takes to be here at the end? And if you've already been here at the end of the program and you're a returning member, do you genuinely believe you have what it takes to reach your goals finally and forever? That's a huge one. That is like really huge. The time, the commitment, the energy that you're going to have the resources to put into achieving this goal. Do you have faith you can lose your weight finally and forever? Do you trust yourself? This is a big conversation we're having in the maintenance group is people have gone and lost the weight and done amazing things, but they don't trust that they're going to be able to sustain that they don't trust that that their body's not going to tell them to run out and eat all the donuts and pizza and stuff but it was never about that in the first place trust is really huge Um, it's a big one and you may not now it's okay it's not like you're not going to be successful if you don't now but recognize that's an area of opportunity for you to to trust yourself have you established your why have you actually taken time for your why why are you here You've heard us talk about it, you've heard other people talk about their wise. Have you actually sat down with yourself and been like, "Why am I doing this?" Or are you all going off a why that you started with 20 years ago? You know, like, what what is your why? Why are, why are you doing this? You know? Um, have you considered what's motivating you to keep showing up and following through? You know, this is why I love non-scale victories, because you're not going to be motivated all the time, right? So your why can be your beacon light, and your non-scale victories can be all the little glimmers along the way that just keep you going, you know? Are you setting your intentions every day, checking in on yourself midday, reflecting at the end of each day? Have you visualized yourself at finally and forever you know have you asked yourself what finally and forever will look like what that'll feel like to you have you asked yourself what losing your weight will truly mean to you that's a big one you know do you see yourself here at the end do you believe it without a shadow of a doubt that's this of all the 20 questions this is probably the most important one because we're here to help you figure it out at the end of the day so this is something where So what you can do is you can tick all these off. There's spots to tick it off. You could give yourself a score out of one out of 10 on each of these like 20 areas. Um, You can pull this out each week. You can kind of use this in whatever way uh, you feel. You can also use this. So moving forward, when people come in and be like, I'm doing all the things, I'm drinking the water and I'm following the food plan and my weight's not moving. Generally, I'm like, that's not even like any of the things but okay that's the most basic things this is where you might want to go through that 20 questions list and post it for the team or be like I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and I'm doing this or or I notice this area I, like I can't exercise because I'm in a chair or I'm just broke my leg or whatever what can I do so if you notice you are lacking in some of those areas this is where you can pop in and say okay I can't do this you know or I can't do this or I'm limited in this what can I do how can I better you know, I mean, a lot of it is in there, right? And then along with the guest experts that we're talking to each week and whatnot, we're giving you the resources for you to make these changes, but we are here for you. So reach out, um, let us help you, you know, this, this, this is going to be the go-to, the maximizing 20 questions, the the four reasons why your weight might be slower to move, like all of the resources we've provided you up until this point, you, we want you to be able to tell us why your weight isn't moving. Well, I was super stressed this week. I didn't get a lot to sleep. Oh, I had like four different events where I found myself indulging. Although I know it's not real. Wake gain, My weight is up a little bit. You know, um, I'm dealing with, I've, I've, I've got a colder flu or a virus right now. So I'm on antibiotics and there, you know, that's my weights. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, I have talked to, I, so I used to do, I'll tell you, I used to do. So the reason why I do this one troubleshooting session for everybody, I used to do it where I used to bring members on and we would find people in the group who were really struggling. I mean, they would swear up and down and no disrespect to them that they were doing all the things. And then I would get them on camera with me and I stopped doing it because I was just pointing out the obvious in a nice way, of course. But I'd be like, okay, I see you gave yourself a 10 out of 10 for exercise. What are you doing for exercise? Oh, well, I might walk my dog three times a week. I'm like, okay, but you don't, that wouldn't be a 10. You know, ten would be like getting out every day, moving your body, doing some resistance training, maybe doing some stretching, like like that, that's three times a week walking your dog is not a ten. Well, but, but it's the most that I can do. I'm like, okay, but that being the most you can do doesn't mean that you are maximi like you are, yes, maximizing your efforts because that's the most that you can do, but that's where you have to take into account you you're you you're not moving your body like three times a week that that's not a 10 and it's not you're not like yes give yourself an a for effort but you want to know where your limitations are so you can factor those in so if i can't move my body as much as i need to right then but my stress levels are through the roof what else can i do to offset my stress what other can i do some resistance training like it's, so maybe i can't get out of my house and go for a walk or a run but maybe i can do some weights sitting in a chair while i'm watching tv at night Right? Maybe there's other things I can do. Maybe there's some home stretching I can do before I get out of bed in the morning, or as soon as I get out of bed in the morning. Maybe there are some videotapes or, or videotapes that I just showed my age there. I just definitely showed my age there with videotapes. Uh, maybe, maybe there's some YouTube videos that you can you can uh, watch. Right? The exercises in the in the group that you can do. You know, um, you know I I'll, I'll say to them how much water you oh, you gave yourself a 10 out of 10 for water. Why? How much are you drinking? Well, two liters. Okay, well, that's probably not enough for you. Well, it's hard and it's the best I can do. Okay, well, it's hard and it's the best you can do. So you're trying really hard, doesn't give you a 10. Do you know what I mean? So this, it's this, and this isn't to berate yourself. It's to air, look for areas of opportunity and, and bring reality to your, your journey. If you can't do this, okay, what can you do to help your body offset that at the end of the day, you know? So, so really get into this and, and utilize this, this as a resource, pull it out at the beginning of each new week and tweak. Good old sweat into the oldies, yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, it's there for you. We're here for you. I hope that helped. You know, I think this conversation's exciting because there are so many things, um, that you can do honestly to be proactive in this journey. And that's what this conversation is all about. Not the most exciting conversation, but I hope that you've got some insight into, you know, all the things that you can do to be proactive. Make sure you pull out the print it off. It's also available as a PDF in the group. So you can print it off as many times as you need. If you want to keep pulling off that checklist and we'd love to do like a, um, an electronic version of it. We'll work on that for the app that you can kind of do each week would be great. Um, but we'll, we'll, We'll work on that. Um <laughs> videotapes. We can all go to blockbusters for videotapes. <laughs> we have to line up because they only have like four. Um <laughs> we'll be fighting over those those Jane Fonda videotapes. <laughs> I go everyone. That's my time. Uh, thanks for those of you who stuck around. Again, not the most exciting conversation, but important. And I hope, I hope not only informative, but inspiring because there's, whether you are part of our program, I know there's so many people listening to our podcast right now. Um, and you're trying to lose weight. There are so many things that you can factor in that are going to make a difference that you had no idea. Everyone just constantly focuses on the food. And, you know, it, that's a lot of times that's not it. It's not it. And yes, eat, what you eating and when makes a difference, but it's so much more than that. There's so much more you can do. Okay, I got to go, everyone. Have an amazing day. I'll see you later. Uh, bye. Where am I here? Let's try this again. Okay, there we go. <laughs> bye, everyone.